Hello guys and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast and you suck at the Battle of Shrewsbury. I'm going to use these as hybrid episodes because of course this is an amazing event that we took part in in Shrewsbury but as well on the flip side I feel like there's a lot to be learned about British heritage and history um, that the our US listeners for USUC will appreciate too. So I'm going to release this as two separate playlists on both USUC and on the Shrewsbury Biscuit. If you're listening to this for the first time, we'd appreciate it if you would go to uh, the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast on social media, Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter. Give us a follow. And the same for USUK, U-S-U-K. You type that into Facebook, you'll see our page. We have a USUK fans group there as well and on Instagram. Give us a follow, share these episodes, subscribe, do what you need to do. A huge thank you to the organisers from the Battle of Shrewsbury for letting us set up a studio and letting us spend the day there with you guys. We got some amazing interviews. The atmosphere was just absolutely phenomenal. We lapped it up. We really did. We did lots of vlogs, lots of walking around. We did interviews in the little studio we set up. We did lots of interviews on the move. And we really do hope you enjoy this playlist of amazing interviews. Well, it's time for the interview. Take it away, Al. And... Whoever is with you at the time, peace out. Right, okay, so um, we are now walking through the arena. We switched to mobile mode. Uh, the studio's packed away. We've got a couple more interviews to do, but we're going to do it like this on our feet. We are now following a parade towards the battle. It's going to be the Battle of Shrewsbury coming right up. Obviously, uh, we've just got some audio interviews to do. We'll get some videos as well, which I'll entrust my uh, my bigger mini biscuit to get hold of some videos for us. Um, I hope me walking behind these guys doesn't mean that I'm signing up to do battle. I mean, I'll do it if I need to. Right. Okay, so I, I, I found what I believe to be a, a field surgeon or medic or... Yes, well, I would have been the surgeon on the battlefield uh, for any of the wounded soldiers coming off the battlefield. Obviously, um, we have the famous um, injury for the arrow going into Henry's face, into his cheek, into his skull. Um, I'm here to entertain uh, children and families with quite a gruesome head that I've made. I did see you earlier. We were doing a walk by on, on Facebook Live. And I was like, no, guys, I'm not going to put this on Facebook. Come and see it if you want to see it. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. And of course, the popularity for children and families these days of horrible histories. I was once working in, in a castle in uh, North Wales and um, certain people would come up to us and say, you can't tell children about these gruesome tales about torture equipment and, <laughs> and all the blood and gore when actually the children quite enjoy it from obviously the stage, the books and the TV shows of horrible histories. So when we have a bit of a laugh about some of our storytelling about the gruesome tales of the surgeon of how he extracted the arrow from Henry's um, cheek um, the kids kind of laugh and hide behind their parents and um, we have fun. 
Fantastic. I'd love to speak to you loads more, but I think things are about to kick off, aren't they? They are. The battle's about to start. Um, I'm here on uh, on ready to see what injuries occur on the battlefield. We, um... What kind of uh, tools would a, a, a surgeon or a medic have with them during a battle? Well, they would have carried in a basic um, tool bag, a kit. They would have had a type of saw, um, certain surgical knives like a scalpel, um, some scraper tools. That uh, all these tools were made by a blacksmith, and the special. Um, um, blacksmith's tool that was to extract the arrowhead uh, from the uh, face um, was almost like a corkscrew that went into oh the socket of the arrowhead and would be able to extract it quite neatly because the tongs and um, pliers types of instruments that the surgeon would have was not able to get into the cheek, into the skull, in the flesh to get that uh, arrowhead out. But uh, in, uh, it took a while for the blacksmith to invent this special tool. Wow, so lots of uh, mishaps before they made that tool then. Yes, <laughs> a lot ever. of pain and discomfort for obviously extracting the arrow, but he did survive. And we believe in pain, he possibly took two weeks for that blacksmith to make the tool to extract when it was healing. The wound was healing, but they managed to get it out. Well, I'm speaking to Phil later, so I'm going to speak to him about this extraction tool, see if he knows anything about it. Yes. Very skilled. I know yes. blacksmith. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I have been over to see him. Yeah, he's a fantastic guy. Well, I hope you've had a great day. I know you're probably I here have. tomorrow. Yes, I am. Uh, we're not, unfortunately. We're in the quarry in Shrewsbury, but um, we are here till about five o'clock, so if we've got time, pop on over and we'll have a good chat probably yes, the way you're not, by uh, all means. I feel like I'm harassing you now but not I, at all I hope you have a great time on the battlefield thank you very much go uh, save some people go and do your yes your I will I'll try and save some knights uh, may I have to amputate a few uh, arms legs fingers ears eyeballs sock well all sorts of kind of <laughs> bloody gory um, injuries on the battlefield uh, and is this is this like a, a thing you do um, is it like a company or something that you can tell people about I, I've been working um, uh, with many Many different companies um, over a 25-year period in reenacting, um, based in North Wales through to the borders here in Shropshire. Um, so a lot of the people and companies here are old friends from different societies that I have been linked up to. So yes, fantastic. Right, have a great day. Thank, Thank you, you very, very much. much. Cheers. Bye, Bye now. Bye. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hello. So we're, we're just we're just about to. Kick off, isn't it? Things are getting a bit heated between you guys. Yeah, well, I think um, we're fighting for the Earl of Douglas today. I think we should win the day. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the pretender king. I don't think he's going to survive past today. <laughs> uh, Harry Hotspur. No, he's he's, he's nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Do you want to introduce your, your, your tell people your name? So my name's Neil McIver. I'm fighting with the. Um, uh, Earl of Douglas today. Yeah. What are you wearing today? Because you're very heavy. So you're very... It's full full plate harness. So right from the bottom, uh, I've got metal greaves uh, coming up my leg. I've got mail skirt. The term chainmail is actually a Victorian uh, impression. So it wasn't actually called chainmail. It was called mail. Um, and um, each link of mail is riveted together because if it was just butted and you got hit by a spear or a sword it'd just spring open oh. so the links of mail are all riveted together um i've then got wow. i wear a linen shirt a linen doublet i've then got an arming jacket which is two bits of linen and wool in the middle of it and then on top of that i've got a metal back and breast plate 
and then I've got a livery over the top, so it is quite... You're very warm, then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Weight-wise, uh, sort of the difference between me just wearing a, a shirt and my braise and then having all this on with my weapons adds about six and a half stone to my Incredible. weight. Incredible. Um, mobility? Uh, really, really mobile. Right, they, 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 they say that you should be able to do anything out of armour as you can do in armour. So it's a bit of a fallacy to think that people used to have to get hoisted onto horses. So this armour's been made to measure for me. So all the bendy bits in my body coincide with all the bendy bits in the armour. So I should be just as flexible as I am without armour, but just a bit heavier. Now, after 18 months in exile, like everyone else, are you looking forward to a good scrap? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we've managed, this is, fortunately, this is my, my fourth outing this year, so I've had a bit of practice. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like everything. You've got to practice, you've got to train. We use real weapons, we just take the edges off it, so we are actually hitting each other, and you just got to make sure you do it carefully. bit difficult when people are tired. That's why we have a lot of water on with us to make sure we don't get heat exhaustion. Yes, we were just talking about that now with uh, Matthew, yeah. who's playing the king today. Uh, is there anybody of this lot that you know is, is extraordinarily brilliant with weapons you're going to be staying oh, away all, from? We, we all are. We, we're all absolutely excellent. Many of us have trained for years and years and years um, with weapons. My weapon of choice is a poleaxe, which is basically six foot of wood. Well, we've been learning about poleaxes yeah. today and the, the king getting killed. With... Uh, absolutely, yeah. It's a six foot bit of wood with a spike on one end, a spike on the other end, an axe, and then a really gruesome hammer. And wielding it really fast, you can really hurt people. It's the, it's the medieval equivalent of a tin opener. <laughs> I love that. Well, I hope you have a great time. Genuinely, I'm not going to say good luck or anything like that because I know you're going to be having a whale of a time out we there. Will. Yeah. Um, and um, enjoy yourself, seriously. Thank you very much. Thank you for chatting to me. Thank you. See you now. Right, okay, so I found two sore losers standing over here <laughs> by the gate. I think you look quite good for a dead man. Are you yeah. aware we are armed, sir? Yes, I am. I yes. am. But judging by the performance on the field, I've got nothing to worry about, obviously. How was that for you we both? I thought we won. Yeah. Uh, well. yeah. We had to have a bit of a lay down, you know, it was a weak opposition. So <laughs> give him a chance. Give him a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How good was that for you? That was very good. Exhilarating. Hot. Very hot. Very heavy. Yeah. Um, but no, it was good fun. Always good fun. Is this the same get-up I saw you wearing outside St Mary's or is it a different one? Yeah, this is the same stuff. Yeah? So, uh, Just wear a different livery over the top for different colours. Yeah, so I've got my proper livery on today. It's a bit cooler, so I bothered to put on the uh, extra layers of wool. I wasn't quite hot enough, so I thought I'd up the heat. So I saw you guys, uh, not you, but like the people fighting at outside St Mary's a few weeks ago and I thought oh yeah it's quite heavy but that's quite full on you guys really go at each other don't you yeah I mean, we have the advantage of wearing a much heavier armour so the, the plates that we're wearing take an impact yeah. a lot more than the male so that stops cuts but it's not so great against the impacts whereas this is just bomb proof so we can uh, have a bit more of a proper go with the weapons. Yeah, how have you guys enjoyed today as a whole? I mean the battle obviously is like the, uh, the climax isn't it of the day? I think it's been an excellent first main session for the um, season. We've had quite a lot of downtime, obviously, as most people have. Yes. So we have done some training, we've done some small ones, but this was the first big one. And I think it went quite smooth, there's no injuries, uh, which is always good. Certainly uh, got the crowd going. Yeah. yeah. That was great. We, we try and uh, involve the crowd. Yeah. I mean, one of them was jeering at us at one point, so we charged him. <laughs> Unfortunately, there was a small rope uh, which stopped us from reaching the target. 
Yeah. Do you think it's more dangerous than small ropes at knee level when you can't see your own feet? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we spoke about that before, didn't we? You can't really see. Uh, you guys are exhausted. I'm not here tomorrow, so I can't really take part in everything that's going on, but I've really made the most of today. That studio has been heavily used. Um, I want to say like a huge thank you to you guys. You're very welcome. The narrator as well, up on the field there, she was brilliant. She, she was excellent, nice cut. Yeah, very she was um, very good with the improv, very quick yeah. with that. No ceiling um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's fantastic. I hope you guys had a great time. I'll let you stand here and get some photo ops with the, the kids. But well done, guys. Seriously. And well anytime done. you Thank want, you. we'll put you in armor. Yeah? Oh, we've got a spare full plate. Have you got one for a big guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Oh, I'll take them. I'll take you up on the offer. I was speaking to Matthew. He's saying for you know they do battle, yeah. they do the reenactment here and training and stuff. So we'll get our details, mate, and we'll get you fitted up, get you in full suit. Yeah. And then you can explain to your avid listeners exactly what it feels like to be in seven and a half stone of armour. <laughs> right. Probably better than we can. <laughs> we'll uh, definitely plan that. Lovely. Right. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. That was great. It's a really good fight. Yeah? Yeah, is it, are, you, are your greens a bit sore now after losing that? Yeah. Oh, okay. to me. Come on, right in the way oh. here. You're in the way. Right, I am definitely in the We've way. We've lost some. We're to get the bones. You lot. Bloody magnificent. And you won it again. Oh no. Well done. <laughs> Everybody in one piece? Yeah. Right. Anybody hurt? No. No complaints? No. Right, get the gear off. Well done, guys. Congratulations. Well done. Victorious. Walking past now. Is that great? Yeah. That was brilliant. You enjoy that, yeah? Well, that's a quick resurrection. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Is that good? Is that a great time, yeah? These guys are really, oh wow, I'll definitely need to speak to him later. <laughs> Enjoy that? Is that good? Enjoy that, yeah? Yeah? Great. Alright mate, calm down. <laughs> Enjoy that, yeah? Sorry? Did you enjoy that? Yeah, it was good. I got yeah. ridden down by a horse. It's pretty exciting. Was that you? Yeah. Oh, I got that on, on camera. That was fantastic. Have you? Yes, I did. I yeah. hope it looked good. I'll send it to Matthew and we can uh, share it out. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. You, 18 months since you've done that last time or was um two for me two years wow two, about two and a bit years yeah well that frustration worked out now yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't know we uh we're not allowed to hit these boys in the head so um oh, okay yeah that's where the money's at right definitely you guys put on a phenomenal show okay so even though you lost congratulations yeah but the great thing about losing is that we get to decide when the fight ends it's your mortal enemy, right here, <laughs> on the horse. You did an amazing job, well done, well Thank done. Um, who's your friend here? The, the important thing is, it's, it's the person who's dying who's really got to know. And uh, this is this is King. The horse, yeah. Oh, nice to meet you. He doesn't say much, but he has his own secret diary. He's nodding at me. He seems to be more popular than his rider will ever be. Oh, I think you did a great job, especially mowing this guy down. Yeah, well done. You guys have been a fantastic. Thank you so much for putting on a great show for everybody. Seriously. Guys, you uh, after 18 months of being stuck inside, this is just magic. So thank you. Seriously. Thank you. Right.
Okay, hi. We're uh, we're in the blacksmith's tent with Phil the blacksmith, and he's Acme Anvil. So, Phil, how have you found today? Yeah, it's been quite a pleasant uh, day. The weather has cooled down, so I can actually stand by the fire without uh, melting, which is a first for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I've of course. Had a few shows. It's been rather warmish. Yeah. So, how authentic do you think this has been here? Um, in light of what you know or other shows that you do? It's actually pretty good. Uh, good quality traders, products from the era. Um, I'd say it's a good show. I'm quite happy to be here. And so what, and what have you knocked up today then? Oh, uh, <laughs> with, I've actually been you? short of penannular cloak clasps. Uh, right, what are, are they? <laughs> <laughs> they are exactly as they sound. They're a cloak clasp with a broken circle. I have one here that I've recently made. Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. Yeah, so you've got almost a full circle Yeah. Uh, in a six mil bar that's flattened out at the end. Yeah. And then you have a pin that goes across and basically it will rotate round so the pin will go through the gap in the circle. Yeah. You can then pin that through your clothing and then... So is that just like a fastener on clothing? Yeah, just a fastener. Yeah. It's like a brooch or a, yeah. a buckle. So you've been making them today? I've been making them today. So I've... how long does it take to do one of them? Oh, about 15 minutes. Oh, okay. So quite quick. And yeah. is that, does that start as a straight bit of metal it first? It will literally start... Here we have oh. a straight bit of metal. And you turn it into that in 15 minutes? About that, yeah. Wow, that's uh, impressive. I, I could even do it while we wait on your podcast, if you wish. I can talk while we I'm doing We could get some it. pictures after, can't we? <laughs> do it rather than have the wires dangling over anything, potentially. Yeah, well... But, uh, how? I mean, how hot is that? That's just ticking over. That's probably at about eight 900 at the moment. When I turn it up, it will get uh, metal up to about 1,200 degrees. So is that gas in there then, or no, how's that? It's just coal. Oh, right. But, um... When you say turn it up then, how do you... I'll get there. If we go back to the old days when people had a fireplace, do you remember they used to draw it by putting a newspaper across it? I'm going to say yes, but yeah. no. And that forces the air to come in underneath and come up through the right, fire. Right, yep. 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 All I've got on there is... a small coal fire mm-hmm. and I've got a small electric fan on the back that blows into the bottom of the fire forces oh. the air in and the heat comes up yeah with you if I just come round here and I turn it up oh I can hear it now yeah you can now hear the fans going harder uh, and the coals have instantly gone from a dull red to an orange and they're going to keep getting hotter well they go white eventually then no I haven't got enough heat in this right one. okay uh, on, my, on my main forge, yes, I can get the That's, That was going to be another question. Do you actually have your own forge? Yeah, I, I have a big forge. Uh, I'm down in Somerset at Millstream Forge. Okay, so you've come away then, yeah? Come I've a come away. It was uh, an interesting drive, thanks to the M5. <laughs> yep. Um, but, yeah, I, I come up here. I do about 20 of these sorts of shows a year. Do you? So, uh, quite a lot. Let's fact, given the choice of being stuck in an office or in one workshop, yep, or every other week going to a different part of the country with some lovely landscape, yeah, beautiful people, to no brainer, all your trader friends, all your reenactor friends, and some very good alcohol. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you're on the mead tonight, then, are you? Um, probably. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you actually down in Somerset? Then, have you? Have you is that your job? Is that yes. your? So, you are a blacksmith I'm a full, by trade, full time blacksmith. 
trained at Hereford College, which is the National School of Blacksmithing and Farriery. Yeah. Uh, and I've been doing it for about 25, 30 years. So you could say I've got the basics down pat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so obviously at these events, you're doing demonstrations for people to see. Yeah. And are and so these these are this a case of I made this earlier type scenario. These are all uh, things are all I stuff made you earlier. made. Stock items, including that silver. Including the silver talk, yes. Oh my, <clears throat> that is amazing. So, how have you made that from right? This is, um, there's about 27 metres of silver-plated copper wire. Yeah. Spun up in a jig and rope-twisted. Okay. Then I cut all the ends off, make it nice and level. Yeah. Uh, the wife is a very good sculptor and actually <gasps> made the master of the wolf head, which I then made a mould of, and that's um, pewter. So your wife cast. sculpted that? Yes. Wow, that is amazing. Thank that you. is not something that I would envisage a blacksmith sort of working on, and but now you've explained how. Yeah. And there we go, it fits around uh, the Yeah, neck. it looks very regal. And I'm now the talk of the town. Yeah, I bet you are. So back in the day then, um, like say in 1403, etc., what type of person would be wearing that? None of them. These go back a lot earlier. These oh, go back right. to Anglo-Saxon Viking times. Okay. Uh, so is that more like the sort of the you know the gentry rather than like your, your something like that would certainly be if not uh, your local king certainly his chief advisor. Right. Okay. So basically, the yeah, your your status was denoted by the talk you wore, whether it was iron, yeah, uh, copper, silver, gold, right. etc. Yep. And they were also used as money. As money? As money. Oh, so to trade with and that sort of stuff. Yeah. If, if you wanted something and it was, let's say, an ounce of silver, mm -hmm. you'd take your armoring off, the guy would weigh it. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's too heavy. He'd get a chisel out and he'd literally hack a lump off. Wow. <laughs> until he got the weight he wanted and give you the rest back. Right. Uh, it was literally known as hack silver. Okay. Because they would hack a lump off. Yeah, yeah. So all these old terminologies come from things that add purpose and meaning. Oh, yeah. From a, yeah. So in terms of like, you know, the common, what's the most common thing that you're asked to do at these events? I mean, obviously, you, you know, you, you're making those brooch clasps today. Is that what you always do or do you pick a different thing each event? No, uh, I tend to do the small things for demonstration that only take about five minutes. Yeah. It means I can rattle through them. I can talk while doing them. Mm -hmm. uh, people get a bit of a laugh. They see me doing some work. Typically, I do something like an arrowhead, right. uh, a leaf, something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nice and simple. If it takes longer than about five minutes, people tend to lose interest and yeah. want bimble off. So tomorrow then, are you going to be doing those tomorrow or do you pick something different? Just uh, give yourself variety more than anything. I'll be doing something different tomorrow. Yeah. What it is, I don't know yet. Is that like you get the feeling in the morning, you decide I'll, that's I'll, what I'll I need to do? I'll wake up and see what I feel like making. Yeah, yes. the creativity yeah. coming out, yeah. yeah. So in terms of obviously this show today, what's or today and tomorrow, what's your next booked show? Where are you going next? My next booked show is a Battle of Evesham. Right, yeah. Which, interestingly enough, is at Evesham in Worcestershire. Yeah. Uh, and that will be it until November. And what happens me. in November then? There'll be another show, the uh, Artisan and Reenactors Market, happens the same time as Torm. 
Right, okay. But, uh, so I, is the Evesham, is like, is that a two-day event like this one? Again, that's a two-day event yeah. over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, to be perfectly honest, uh, you can see the amount of stuff I have. Mm. It's not worth me doing a day show. No. Because I'm moving a ton of kit in and out of the van twice in a day. And obviously, I mean, I'm going to say obviously, but because when I was speaking to the ladies of Beaufort earlier this morning, and they was explaining about how everyone owns their own sort of, you know, have to purchase all this yourself. Yeah. So this, you own this, this is yours? I own this tent, yeah. yeah. Do you sleep in this overnight? No, I actually sleep in my van. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, this tent <laughs> I managed to pick up. I'm the, I know that I'm at least the fourth person that's had it. Right. Uh, it does leak if we get torrential rain. Mm. I have reproofed it twice. But uh, I tend to sleep in the van. Yeah. To be honest, it's cleaner because I've got the fire there that's always yeah. chucking out coal dust. Right. And I don't really want my bed and my sleeping clothes, etc., all covered yeah. in coal dust. No, that's fair enough. And it, you, like you say, obviously, in terms of that, you know, once you switch that off or certainly stop the blower going through, how long does that take to cool down? couple of hours right okay so uh, i'll probably be turning off at about one o'clock tomorrow afternoon so i can get it back in the van when we close got yeah transporting it yeah. back yeah so have you had many people pop over then and today and i've had quite not... a few people pop in yeah uh, i've made enough sales to make it worthwhile fab a lot of interest from people coming in what are you doing what's happening yeah particularly the kids um mm -hmm. they love seeing the arrowhead being made yeah after they've gone and had a chat with the archer and they come away Way with um, a flight feather. Yeah, yeah. And like, well, I'll show you how they made the arrowheads, and that they go away really chuffed. Brilliant. Yeah. And obviously, you know, like you say, there's been plenty of people coming. People are watching your demonstrations. You've got stuff here that you've brought that you've made before. Um, you've got your forge down in Somerset. And do you do you know do people come here just because they happen to see you and not like get bespoke items you know order bespoke from you you can order bespoke from me through the website if you just google millstream forge you'll find me okay every page has a contact me here yep point and you email through tell me what you want and i will come up with a drawing and a price for you brilliant uh, i don't know if you've had a chat with the barber surgeon have you guys seen the barber surgeon earlier leon do you know is that the is that the horrible histories guy that yeah probably yes yes yeah, yeah the guys spoke he, to me he's earlier. just come to me for a whole load of um medical tools of the era oh wow so he's basically trying to equip himself more with like the ladies of Beaufort said to us earlier isn't it about how everyone buys stuff so they were obviously seen you and thought right i need this this and this so he's getting trade from you yeah within the sort of like era and the period he supplies Fab. me with pictures or drawings and I go away and make it. Excellent. That's plots. brilliant. That is brilliant. Uh, and that started because a friend of him came to me and ordered a whole load of torture equipment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> yes, yeah. The, the torture equipment for their den. Equipment. Yeah, yeah. None of the um, alternative no, equipment. No. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, like you say, then tonight you guys are just all going to chill out here. We're going to chill out, Sample relax, the mead. Sample yeah. the mead, sample other alcohol, have a bite to eat. Yeah. Do it all again tomorrow. Yeah. Then strike camp and leave the place like we were never here. Yeah. Oh, no, that is brilliant. Well, you sound like you've had a really good day. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. It's nice to be cool, or cooler for once. Yes. Actually, now the fire's come up, you can probably feel the heat coming yeah, off I can a bit from here. Yeah, and I can yeah. imagine what it's like for you under here. So. Oh, yes. But, yeah. You get used to it. No, well, brilliant. And well, thanks ever so much for talking to us and sharing your stories and your experience of the day. No problem. And enjoy tomorrow. I will. I hope you enjoy yours. Thank you. Cheers.
so badly to the cafe. Right, I'm with the man himself, Mr. Matthew Harv. How's that for you today? Hot, uh, but great fun. Uh, it's yeah, lots of fighting, lots of all sorts, really. I think it's been amazing because oh, we're in trouble now. Here comes the horses. Right, you guys, I'm serious, right? <laughs> Hello, all right? How are you? Yeah. Here we go from the horse. Did you have a good time? How was the, the battle for you? Yeah. Good, good fun. Have you guys had a great day? Very good. Yeah. Fantastic. So for the listeners at home that can't see, uh, f uh, three horsemen, oh, horse, horsemen. Ho four horsemen, the four horsemen are oh, approached. <laughs> how's the how's the, the, the day been for you? Huh? Has it been good? Yeah. Good. Hey. <laughs> nice. Aww. Lovely. Brilliant. See, you, the, this weekend for yeah. you. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, we're getting attacked by horses. It's great. They're literally headbutting us. It's great. I love it. Oh, you're amazing, aren't you? Oh. This is Hercules. Hercules. But to his friends, Harry. Hercules and Harry. I met Magic earlier. Is it magic? Go away. <laughs> Hercules, hello. <laughs> to relieve you in peace. Yeah, I mean, uh, these horses, um, obviously, uh, do you use these for the battle reenactments as well? Yeah, yeah, I mean, they've been doing battle reenactments for seven or eight years. I mean, you know, you take it real slow, you get the right horse who, who, who fits the bill, uh, and you do lots and lots of training, you introduce them slowly. I mean, they haven't done anything for two years because of COVID, which is a shame. But so today, all we did was we just stood on the outside of the battle and watched. Let them relax, and, and they're, they're loving it. Oh, fantastic. So maybe tomorrow we'll do a little bit more. Wean them back into it, yeah. Well, you guys are fantastic. Thank you for showing up today, and you look—you all look fantastic, you. especially you guys. You Hercules, you look fantastic. <laughs> well done. And you? No one stuck his tongue out at me. Just mind the wire. Right, off you go. Right, sorry, coming through. That's it. Wow, your weekend is just a mixture of. All sorts of stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, anything can happen like that, then. Yeah, just Where, um, yeah. get accosted. Horses appeared randomly with nights on. Yeah, and start nibbling at your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, so we were talking about this before, um, about the battle and putting this together. How hard has it been? Like, this is a humongous scale of... The, 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 the site is just huge. Like, it must have taken a lot of work to get everything together. Yeah, so it's been every day for the last... Well, since the last event, really because uh, I was planning for the first, well, did the first event, which was almost a washout. And then after that, um, was organizing it and then COVID happened, but we're still carrying on and we've got the event today, really. And the battle was just so, so good. I recorded the whole thing and I feel bad about that because I feel like sometimes you've got to live in the moment. But yeah. as we as we proved with the podcast we did for you, Suck, which I'll use this audio for too, is there's a lot of interest worldwide about it. So I'm glad that we'll be able to sort of share that with people. Um, uh, what I wanted to ask was uh, what the authentic... The authenticity, right, when people go, yeah. when people are leaving now, how long does that last? Do uh, Does the, the, the sun go down, you bring up some fires and bring out, run the jewels? Uh, nice. 
It's nature. It is. Horse peeing yeah. next to me. It's absolutely fine. It's authentic. Yeah, so the nights here, are they, are they what you guys look forward to? Like, that's the... Yeah, so we have got a bit of a crossover for this one, because uh, not many people actually cover the 1403 period. Uh, so we've got quite a few that do 1300s, and then quite a few that do War of the Roses period. So like 1450s to 1470s. So like the person that's next to us in the armour here, uh, that's like a late Gothic style, uh -huh. which is like the, towards the end of the War of the Roses. But because it's a new event, um, I would like to introduce more authenticity uh, towards 1403. Uh, but it's a lot of money, a lot of research and things like that. So I don't expe expect people to do it straight away. Yeah, of course. Uh, there's a lot of people that have gone out and bought armor just for this weekend. So, yeah. I imagine like, you know, you've been cooped up in, inside for such a long time. You want to show off, don't you? Definitely. you yeah. Um, it's all about the shiny things and it, horses and... A big bank balance, big bank balance, bank balance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just don't tell the other half or, yeah. the, uh, or the wife how much you spent on it. Well, we, we, we covered that with Lee, didn't we? He was kind of yeah. like, I can't tell you how much it was. Yeah. I'm going to do that. But, uh, but I've spoken to me amazing. We spoke to some real good reenactors earlier. Of course, yeah, the same same sort of feelings, really, about this whole thing. Is that um, it's, it's a, lot, a lot of it is about being able to go out there and have a good a good fight and stuff. Yeah. But it's all about the camaraderie as well. You guys are all friends. You all know each other. You haven't seen each other for a while so yeah so it's been great to like get back together and see each, see each other find out what's been happening uh good things bad things um unfortunately we found out that there's a few people passed away over the last year uh but it, we've been able to remember them and have that moment together remembering the memories of what they've done in the good times so uh, yeah so there's, there's all sorts of moments really uh, but mainly a good laugh and, uh, and enjoying the weekend. Amazing. I think you guys have done a fantastic job. And like, I think the last person we're going to speak to is Phil, the blacksmith. Um, but I want to say thank you on behalf of everybody that's come here and enjoyed it today. We've all been stuck inside. We've all not, you know, events like this make it worth waiting for. So congratulations on pulling this off. And well done. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're already planning for next year and the year after. So in two years' time, it'll be the 620th anniversary. So we're planning quite a, a big one for that year. Well, we'll be here again if you do, if you'll have us, of course. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we uh, that year, we'll actually fall on the battle uh, anniversary date. Uh, so the Saturday of the event was like the end of the battle and the execution's time. So it's going to be quite nice to do it on that an actual anniversary rather than just a week. Oh, fantastic. Thank you again. Yeah. Seriously, we'll, you. we'll be here next time. Um, and of course, this will go out like a week or two after this event. Um, if you have, are you do, taking like reviews on like Facebook, TripAdvisor, or anything like that? Yeah, or? so um, yeah, we've got our Facebook page. Um, so if you search the Battle of Shrewsbury, it will come up. Um, so I'm good. Uh, I haven't got a website up yet. <laughs> but we'll be doing soon. We're yeah, I was about to say, um, <laughs> Shrewsbury Biscuit does have a good website. <laughs> a good uh, producer of websites, uh, yeah. as I've found out before. Um, yeah, and just search us online, um, and then battle, uh, the Battlefield site and the 1403 Farm Shop are putting things up as well. So pop on to those social media, and there's all sorts being discussed. Brilliant. I'll let you get on, because I know you've got lots to do, and uh, thank you for chatting to me, and thank you for letting us come today. Okay, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Well, that was an amazing interview. And of course, this is a generic message that I'm recording on the end of all these podcasts, but they're all fantastic. But here is my opportunity to tell you guys how you can follow and support us. 
If you're listening to us on the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast, you can go to our website, which is the shrewsburybiscuitpodcast.co.uk, and you can follow us on social media. We are at the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. If you're listening to this on USUC, on the USUC Network, you can, again, you can go to usucnetwork.com. That's our website. All of our audio is available on there. And you can follow us on social media, as which is USUK, um, Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Our websites are built for us by a web orchard. So if you do need a website and you want to look all cool, and they will build you a website that looks just as good as ours. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you share it with your friends. And as well, I hope you give us as much support as you can. Thank you very much again to the organisers for letting us come and do our thing. I will be there next year um, and I will absolutely enjoy putting on some chainmail and throwing throwing down with you guys. I've been promised that. I am going to keep you guys to your word. This has been a fantastic interview. I've been Alex Whiteley. Peace out.